0: Welcome everyone. This is the Council of Institutional Investors educational podcast. I'm Jeff Mahoney, General Counsel of CII. I'm here today with Wes Bricker. Wes is the Vice Chair and US Trust Solutions Co-leader at PwC, a global professional services firm. PwC recently released its 2022 Consumer Intelligence Series Survey on Trust. Survey was conducted last May and included over 500 business executives over 2,500 consumers and over 2,000 employees in the United States. Welcome, Wes. Thanks for speaking with us today.
1: Thank you very much, Jeff. It's a pleasure to be with you, but also with your very wide audience. Thank you.
0: Wes, the top headline stemming from PwC's recently released survey on corporate trust is that there's a charring trust gap between businesses and both their employees, and to a larger degree, their customers. Can you explain this trust gap? And what should institutional investors keep in mind as they strive to earn trust by protecting the investments of
1: Main Street workers, retirees, and their families? Well, thank you for the question. What we found and was so interesting in, in the survey that we did, Jeff, was business leaders think that they're more trusted than they really are. That's what the data showed us. There's a jarring trust gap in perception. And here's how it really broke down within uh, the survey results 87% of business leaders think that customers highly trust their companies, but only 30% of customers actually do. That's the gap. And when looking at employees' trust, 84% of business leaders would say that employee trust is high. But when you ask employees, only 69% of them would say that they highly trust their employer. So ultimately, leaders aren't aligned with what their employees or their customers are viewing as actually driving trust. And a large reason for that is that businesses are investing in their trust building efforts in too many areas, it seems to us, and not focusing on what matters most to employees and to consumers. Because here's what employees and consumers say really matter most to them. Number 1, consumers say that their top trust driver are affordability in products and services and that com- and 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 then when you get to employees, uh, it's really around whether companies are treating employees well. 33% of employees focused on on that aspect. So as we see uh, both consumers and employees both ranking uh the importance of of how a company treats its employees uh, as being a top priority to earn trust, it's overwhelmingly a top item. Point being that whether you're a consumer um, or an investor, this is an important area to continue to watch to see how businesses really treat um, employees or consumers and that that's really a top marker for whether a, a company is earning trust I would say, Jeff, institutional investors are no different. They they should focus on what matters most uh, to employees and consumers as well. Uh, In addition to building trust, employee well-being is an important uh, component, whether it's ESG or or human capital management as a component of ESG. Those initiatives are critical not only to business, but also to society, broader society. Uh, It's good for a company's bottom line for value creation, but it also helps strengthen uh, our communities and societies, and uh, leads to longer-term health. So that's that's what we were uh, seeing as a result of the survey, Jeff.
0: So Wes, as you indicated, your latest survey results also showed that consumers and employees are the top two most important stakeholders for businesses. So when you talk with investors and other capital market participants, how are they responding to steps companies are taking to
1: build trust among their consumers and employees? Well, we see them as as seeing trust as really the the currency of business. In some ways, it's a new currency of business, is that it helps business um, have a longer term view, plan for the future. Um, And customers and employees are are really holding companies accountable for maintaining and, and really building that trust. It, it's it's a challenge, of course, because what it takes to maintain and earn trust, it changes. It's constantly evolving. Uh, it's, uh, it's dynamic in that sense. So investors are focused on trying to understand really what is the nature of the risk that's present as they invest in a company. And that's what brings them uh, to this issue of trust. Um, what is the what is the nature of a company's strategy? What's the nature of the reporting? Uh, those disclosures are what really help investors evaluate uh, the relative performance of a company on its strategy and on the value creation uh, that that a company uh, has focused on. So investors, as as we engage with them, uh, investors are closely watching whether companies and their board and leadership can really translate these concepts and beliefs around trust into action. Whether it translates into decision useful information so that investors can really evaluate performance. For example, many companies uh, many companies have, have developed net zero commitments. For example, just to take one example. Uh, and they have reporting. Maybe it's on their website. Maybe it's in a, a response to an investor survey. Oftentimes, that information may not be fully integrated, or it may not be at the same level of financial information in terms of reliability. And so as investors are seeing that information. They're asking if a company is on track. Does the company have the right team in place? Does the board understand the nature of the magnitude of the commitments? That's where Uh, we see the conversation really shifting in in a positive way, looking for those points of integration between uh, the commitments, the strategic commitments and the action and narrowing the gap between what companies say and then what they do. And that's where PwC really comes in to support the process, whether it's assurance um, on the audit side, where we're independent, providing attestation or checking against companies' commitments, um, or whether it's uh, elsewhere, where um, where we're advising a company on measures and and the systems for uh, producing reporting, what what we have in focus in that regard is that investors want more information. Uh, they want more predictive information. They want management to look around the corner as much as as possible. but as they do that uh, in identifying the risks that are relevant and important to the business model,, uh, Keeping focus on trust and what it takes uh, to build trust in a strategy, and the way that aligns uh, with uh, identifying risk and opportunity and creating shareholder value, is is really important in this area. So those are those are just a couple of things. Again, as as we look at where investors are, how they focus on connecting strategy all the way to execution and reporting. So
0: Wes, how can businesses avoid losing trust? And what impact does a loss of trust have on investors and the capital
1: markets generally? Really important question. First, I would say, get the basics right. The basics for business leaders is to uh, avoid losing trust. So first understand, the importance of trust, understand what drives trust, and then avoid uh, losing trust. We can do that by avoiding lower employee uh, attrition rates. We can do that by avoiding uh, losing uh, consumers and and impairing the relationship. Maybe we need to start with uh, ensuring that products and services are affordable, depending on the business model. Maybe a, a business leader needs to focus on uh, employees and, and the way they're treated. Are we listening uh, to what uh, employees need? Maybe it's flexibility, maybe it's predictability, uh, maybe, it's, uh, maybe it's in terms of compensation levels. Uh, with, with prices in particular, this is uh, just one more uh, of getting the basis, basics right, really starting with the transparency around the value so that consumers understand value. Uh, different ways to convey value, whether it's different pricing, different combinations of goods and services. Those are the basics of business. And that's where business leaders have to consistently get those things right uh, to maintain or earn trust. But secondly, I would say treating employees like customers in the sense that employees have more choice than ever and the demand for talent certainly isn't slowing down. And so offering flexibility and choice, listening to feedback, making adjustments based on the key ways uh, that employees experience the workplace, that's critical for leaders. For leaders to work to understand that a, a company is consistent with its values, its promises to employees in the same way and with the same intensity as a business would be with its customers. Our our survey results showed that a loss of trust by employees and customers in a business can have adverse consequences, including uh, lower retention rates, negative impact on the bottom line. And for the capital markets, that potential loss of trust could force investors to lose confidence uh, in a company strategy and a management team uh, as employee turnover increases or there's, there's a shift in reported profits. Of course, there's a ripple effect to that, including uh, on longer term value creation and investment capacity. Uh, So those are those are just a couple of pieces that I have uh, I've seen in the marketplace, getting the basics right, treating employees like customers and, and relentlessly focusing on the details.
0: So, Wes, your survey also indicates that suppliers are rising as a priority stakeholder for businesses. So what significance are investors and other capital market participants placing on supplier relationships and supply chain management?
1: It's a critical issue, as you know, Jeff. 42% of business leaders now rank suppliers as one of their top three important stakeholders. We've talked about customers. We've talked about employees. Now let's talk about suppliers. It's a critical relationship for businesses being able to deliver. It also, as we've, we've experienced um, it as, um, it as a business community, we've seen supply chain disruptions. We've seen that shake the business world. In our survey last year, only 13% of business leaders say they were focused on suppliers as a top three uh, important stakeholder. Again, now that number is 42%. So a sharp increase. There are a number of factors that help build trust um, in a way that, that applies to the supply chain, whether it's businesses offering affordability uh, for a variety of products and services, whether it's de- prioritizing talent, domestic talent and resources uh, to uh, increase the uh, the proximity of talent within their supply chain, or or maybe even third, responding to customer concerns like uh, inventory shortages and the availability of goods, with with a transparency about um, the timing and uh, uh, the impact of those shortages. As we've seen over the past couple of years, supply chain resilience, diverse and diversification of supply chains. That's a critical issue, not only for our domestic economies, but also for the global economy to operate and to produce the value uh, that we're all counting on. I would note, uh, as as we look at geopolitical issues uh, around the world, it certainly does seem to be a period of higher uncertainty around geopolitical stability, and therefore This is an area for increased focus, both on the investor side as well as the business leader side, uh, to focus on suppliers, the health of suppliers uh, as a primary stakeholder. Suppliers are an important focus, uh, of course, for investors and understanding whether the companies that investors own have a good handle on their supply chains and the resilience of each of the participants across the supply chain to understand sourcing. Understand uh, the capacity to meet delivery requirements and then also the response uh, to any uh, current or future disruptions. Those are just a couple of the things that we're seeing around supply chains, Jeff.
0: That concludes our podcast episode. On behalf of the Council of Institutional Investors, I want to thank our special guest, Wes Bricker, Vice Chair and US Trust Solutions Co Leader at PWC. If you have any questions or comments regarding this episode, please feel free to contact me. At- Jeff, J-E-F-F, at C-I-I dot O-R-G. Until next time, I'm Jeff Mahoney. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Voice of Corporate Governance, brought to you by the Council of Institutional Investors. The Voice of Corporate Governance is a free, non-sponsored podcast that highlights critical developments in corporate governance and other important issues affecting institutional investors. The views expressed by those interviewed on the podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of CII or its members. For more information on CII and its policies on corporate governance,
1: please visit our website at www.cii.org.